It's life on life's terms. What's up, everybody? Uh, who we are once again, uh, the Life on Life's Terms podcast. And I'm Tom Robinson, a grateful recovering addict. And um, like I always say, we're not affiliated, not affiliated with any 12-step program. But we are fans. But we are fans. Yes. <laughs> um, my name is Chris Mandeville. I'm a heroin addict in recovery. Um, and... We are here at a New Wave Recovery Center in Quincy, Mass., on Quincy Ave. Um, if you are in the area or in treatment in the Quincy area um, or just in recovery, there's a lot of resources down here. There's several meetings every single day. Um, they usually post it on their Facebook page if you want to check that out um, the day before, what the meetings are. And there, it's not just... Um, AA or what or anything. What it's it's <laughs> like recovery for veterans. It's right now. There's a women's nurturing group going on. Um, meditation. There's meditation. There's uh, refuge recovery here tomorrow night at six thirty. Lots of good stuff. Yes, tons of stuff. Um, so, lolterms.com. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, like, subscribe, share, share this video now. That would be great. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, uh, please uh, subscribe to the audio podcast. It sounds really good. We go through a lot of trouble to make it make yes. it sound good. Um, we are on Spotify. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts. We're Google Play. Yes, uh, we're store. pretty much anywhere that there's a podcast available. That's where we are. Um, yeah. We're kind of like drugs and alcohol. We're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Recovery in your ears. Yes. Uh, tonight uh, we got something a little different. Uh, Teresa's joined us. For our first uh, pilot episode, um, the discussion, di- the discussion podcast pilot episode. Yes, yeah. So we're gonna we're, we're winging this. We were we were hoping to have four of us on our discussion nights, but um, it ended up being three because it was kind of a short notice thing. Thank you so yes. much, Teresa, for uh, for sh- for showing up and 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 you know being the hand of recovery. Yes, and um, I want to uh, I want to. Dedicate this one to Father Joe. Oh, yeah. Uh, we lost a Father great Joe. man on Easter Sunday morning. Um, he is a priest at the Holy Cross Retreat House. and Which all three of us attended. Yes, which all three of us have been to. And the definitely. spiritual director. Yes, he was a spiritual director, and he loved his snacks. Father yeah, Joe yes. Father Joe was one of the nicest people I've ever met. Um he really was a sweetheart of a yeah. guy. Yeah, and it was kind. Of, it's kind of, kind of ironic that he passed on Easter Sunday. Sunday morning. You know, the resurrection. I hope he had a great Easter dinner up there. Oh yeah. Um, Could so you we're going to dedicate the volume on the uh, YouTube. Sorry. Uh, which one? Up one. one, upper one. Yes. In we the just middle. wanted to make sure Father Joe could hear that tribute. <laughs> yes. Um, so this one's going out to Father Joe Callahan. Nice. Um, yeah, so tonight's going to be a little different than normal. Um, <laughs> yep, and we ha- we, what we have is a, 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 a half-baked plan. 
<laughs> yeah, this we're going to see how it goes. the first time I've been involved with experimentation and half-baked plans yes. and a first. Yes. And, and <laughs> Teresa is a return guest. So, um, yes. I think Teresa was on before we even did any live. Any live any stuff. Any Facebook yeah. stuff, uh, YouTube. So her audio podcast is definitely out there. And yeah. this one, we want you guys to interact with us right. as much so, as possible. Yeah, we're going to so. try to take take some uh comments from the audience yes. and, and talk about them too and uh teresa's brought a reading i brought one little quote a couple little quotes what's up mike fantasia katie jen uh donna um so yeah we we kind of don't even know how this is gonna go so okay then let me lead the way yeah for a minute. here we go take it over t hi <laughs> my name is <laughs> teresa uh, it was Gaffney for a long time that people know me as, and now it's Holly oh, for the yeah. past couple oh, yes. of years. But oh, I just yeah. don't know how to update my Facebook name, so you'll never find me. Uh, <laughs> but Tom asked me to speak tonight a couple of days ago and said it was going to be a topic discussion. Mm-hmm. I said, well, what would you like as the topic? He goes, you pick. I said, oh, goodness, let me pray on this. <laughs> so... I had two thoughts that came to mind, and I threw them out to Tom this morning at, what, 5 a.m.? Yeah, really and early. I knew yeah. he, and one of the things were, one of the topics was about character defects, because I read this book just recently. Since it's live, I can show it to you. Yes. It's called Crossroads, and it's written by William Paul Young. He was the same author that wrote The Shack, oh. which was fabulous. And um, Crossroads was excellent as well. So... Um, and there's a personification of character defects in this book. So I'll try to give you a little synopsis of the story without giving it away. Um, mm. And I am a 12-step girl, so, you know, drop the rock or, or you know, step six and seven are important. Yes. You know, when we talk about a character defects there, so it's recovery-related in that respect. Yes, absolutely. So it's kind oh, yeah. of cool that I don't know if, Mr. William Paul Young has any experience with the 12 steps, but he definitely has experience with God. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw him on an, an amazing talk show with um, Oprah Winfrey, not one of my faves, but um, it's a guy I'd like to hang out with. He's so yeah. cool. So yeah. cool. It's, isn't it funny how like you, you see someone and you're like, I would get along with them. So you know? well. Yeah. Yeah. I could hang out with him for a week and just chat. Yeah. He's very cool. You would love him. Picking picking up the vibe. Yeah. So in this book, the main character's name is Tony, and he's in a um he lived not a very good life. You know, he was very selfish and self centered. He was a drinker. Amazing. Uh Um what a coincidence. Paranoid. Selfish and self centered and a drinker. Yeah. Paranoid. (laughs) No. Weird. He was uh, full of the bedevilments Uh and um, couldn't hang on to relationships. And he had had a broken life. Um, He was a broken person. You know, um, his parents died young and he was in adoption. He was supposed to take care of his younger brother. And because there was a choice between two children and he wanted to be adopted first, he kind of threw his brother under the bus so that he would be adopted. So he felt guilty for that. Oh, boy. Yeah. So he lived with a lot of shame and guilt and brokenness. Mm. And so he lived a very t- tragic life, really. He was a terrible person. And he was drunk and ended up falling down, cutting his skull open, which was not a bad thing in a way because I think they might have found a tumor. But um, he was in a coma. So in this coma, he's in between worlds. Uh, he's not yeah. dead, and he's really not alive. Mm. 
So he's in this coma and he's in this in-between world. Have you ever gone into any of the near-death experiences in the in the accounts of those? The real ones? Very cool. Anyway, don't let me Very stop cool. you. Very cool. And there's yeah, a lot oh of similarities in every single one of them. Yes. Like they have the same experience. Exactly. So there's something to it for real. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Mr. William Paul Young researched it or had experience with it, but he, he writes about the possibilities in mm. an afterlife in, in yeah. these relationships mm. with God and the Holy Spirit and Jesus and they come in different characters which really opens our mind to who these beings or what these beings can be like mm. um, which is awesome in the shack most people have read God is a black woman called Papa so it's, <laughs> it's crazy good I, unfortunately I haven't read the shack shame on you mm. <laughs> it's so good so in this between in between world, it's very desolate and almost like a desert. You know, there's nothing growing. The structures, uh, the buildings are very torn down and rocky and just miserable and, and poor. Right. Hmm. And there's nothing that's alive here. And he meets the characters, of course, um, while he's there. And the Holy Spirit is, a, is an Indian grandmother, an Indian woman, an old Indian woman that's called grandmother. And um, she kind of gives him some guidance while he visits the spot. And when he's not there, it's kind of a Whoopi Goldberg and ghost experience where he's actually in another person here on Earth. So okay. he kind of goes oh, okay. in between the two. And so, but the cool. person that he gets to be inside in the in this planet, um, in this realm. He gets transferred, if someone kisses another person, he gets transferred into them. So he gets to see through different eyes, and he feels what they feel when he's in their, in their spirit, in their oh, body. Oh, cool. Can you imagine that? That uh, To someone who, who maybe perhaps didn't develop empathy. Exactly. That would be uh, quite a quite a journey, right? It oh, was yeah. quite a journey, and it was his education. Hmm. You know, he got to feel love. He got to feel compassion. He got to see even inside the mind of a woman who had dementia, and um, and the challenges hmm. that that woman had. And um, it was just, it's really quite amazing. So there's so many different levels in here, and there's so many paragraphs that I would read and just go, whoa, you know, and have to yeah. sit back. But while in this desert place. He gets to meet some of his character defects, which is what now are, are they? Topic is I think people. They come. They're personified. Yes. Okay. Yes. Everything in this desert space is actually a reflection of his heart, because okay. his heart at that time was cold and deserted. There was nothing that grew there. Neglected. Yes. Possibly. <laughs> yes. They go broken, and that's why yeah. the walls were were, were high. As so many of us are. Exactly. All of us. All of us have brokenness. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was really cool the way it got introduced. The characters of the, like, swagger and bluster came at them, you know, and they were all like, hello. And they reminded me of, like, Beavis and Butthead or some kind of adult (laughs) swim characters, you know. Nice. Just, you know, in his face and all like, we know you. And he didn't recognize who it was at first. Okay, but they were always talking about the big boss. Well, we don't, you know, you don't want to meet the big boss, and he gets to meet the big boss, and the big boss looks just like him. It's a mirror image of himself, but much larger and yet distorted. And the big boss is ego. Mm. Ego, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. So 
So when you said to, you know, we were going to read something as part of the topic, I picked out a couple of paragraphs where he has um, discussions or confrontations with ego. With ego. Okay, cool. Ego um, in charge is a big character defect, right? Ooh. It's a, yeah. <laughs> Something we struggle with, I would say, I as uh, people in recovery. So if, if you think this is a good idea, we'll keep going. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So here's Tony looking at um, this mirror image of himself, which is ego. And he says, why do you exist, asked Tony, more of a demand than a question. Why to help you make decisions, responded ego, a look of cunning sliding across his broken face. I remind you of how important you are, how necessary you are for the success of those who feed off you, how much they are in your debt. I help you keep score of the way they have offended you and the mistakes they have made that cost you. It's my job to whisper in your ear that it is you who counts in this world. Mr. Spencer, Tony, you are a very important man and everyone loves and admires and respects you. That isn't true, snapped Tony, and I really don't deserve their respect or admiration. Because he had already been uh, in the world here and saw how terrible he had lived, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. when he was in people's heads. So um, it's pretty cool. So it, you can see there's the illusion or alludes right here is like the ego is the reason for our resentments. Right. Because it doesn't. If people don't treat you how the, how you think you should be treated because of who you think you are, I mean, it's always a funny thing. Don't you know who I think I am? Yeah. <laughs> Delusions <laughs> right? of grandeur. Delusions of grandeur. And uh, it's a protection thing, right? I think, uh, you know, you, you prop yourself up to try to feel good because you feel guilty and you feel bad. Absolutely. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting the way it says, I help you make decisions. Like oh, all yeah. of our decisions are based on our perception of ourself or how we want others to treat us. I thought that was really insightful. And I didn't learn that until I went through the 12 steps right. of recovery. If I'm, if, I'm the one, if I'm the one selling the bags, everyone's going to think I'm awesome. If I'm the one who's got the this or that, everyone's going to think I'm cool. Right, you know? right. So then it goes on um, a few pages later where Tony demands, and who are you? Because he really hasn't identified ego as ego yet. Hmm. He goes, come, come, Mr. Spencer. He laughed, folding his arms across his expansive chest. Surely you know me. I am your superior self, all that you had hoped and wished to be. It was you with the help of a few of your benefactors, all those other little character defects, mm. who empowered you to create me. You fed me and clothed me over time. I grew stronger and more powerful than you imagined, and now it is I who have been creating you. Birthed <laughs> as I was in the deepest recesses of your need, you were first my creator and I was in your debt, but I have been diligent and have repaid you many times over. I no longer need you for my existence. I am stronger than you. <laughs> if that ain't the truth. Crazy, yeah, right? Man. Yeah. What was that? So what did it say? Um, created from your need. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Cause that, 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 that I, I, I need attention. I, w- I want people to. I need love. Yeah, I need love. I need love, I need, yeah. But we're, we're so twisted. And, and, like, we think that 
the attention is love. Yeah. You know, because we may have not gotten any of that as well. And and whatever we did get of it, like, oh, I need more of that. Or security. Any yeah. kind of security, like financial security. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I need financial security to feel confident and to feel powerful and to feel better than you. So that's where people amass fortunes and not relationships. You know? Right, yes. that's right. Uh, you'll, you'll cut somebody's throat so that you can put a zero in your bank account, and it, it doesn't add up to a, to a happy life. No, the, the, the money does not make you happy. No. And, and, and the, 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 the lack of relationship. Right. The lack the, of... The things that you sacrifice for that money. It's, is, it's, it's a incre- trick. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, if you think about it, like that's that's the need is is as you're when you're when you start off as a kid, you're just you're seeing all this stuff and you're looking at yourself and like trying to where do I fit in? This mm-hmm. is the need I have. I need to be accepted into all this stuff. Right. You know. I mean, getting the love and attention of someone will make you accepted. Getting the fear of someone will make you important. Right. Mm. Uh, it's so insightful. Wicked. Yeah. And it's all a, a matter of perception, that twisted perception that is a lie. Yeah. You know, and I think that's part of our disease, you know, where it's physical, mental, and spiritual. The mental part of our disease is that our perception is askew. It's just messed up. So we perceive ourselves and our place in this planet wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. So wrong. So wrong. That's right. And we need something to change our minds. Yeah. You know, change the person that you brought in the halls, or change the person you are walking the streets. And what's going to change right. your mind? I, you know, Work. I've known you guys a long time, love yes. you both, but I don't want you changing my mind, man. <laughs> because you're just as twisted as I am. Uh, yep. So yeah. I, I need something really powerful and, and something that I can trust with my everything. Yes. That's mm. going to definitely I'm greater than allowed. myself. Yes. yes. And, and, and like, you know, we all know that human powers have failed us. Repeatedly, 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 mm-hmm. and 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 it's it's because we put expectations on them. And Even what's ourselves. an ex? Yeah, and what's an expectation? Premeditated resentment. Yeah, like no one's going to meet it, and we're going to be disappointed, and then we're going to be mad at that person oh, because yeah. they didn't act at the way that we wanted them to. Because my ego yeah. says, I think you should mm-hmm. meet my expectation. I deserve this because yes. it's those whispers I've been whispering in your ear. Right, right, yeah, all yeah. this time. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's when you when you can you can go around with your your propped up ego in front of everybody else, but then when you're by yourself, you don't like yourself that much. So mm. you have to prop up more, or concentrate on propping up more, or you think back on stuff that you hate that you did. In the back yeah. of your mind, you tell yourself, "Yeah, well, I deserve." You justify, justify, justify. It's that's where you get the the contradiction of. Uh, you know, I ain't much, but I'm all I think about. I, I'm an egomaniac with an inferiority complex. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, it's, and it's, it's, it's so obvious. you egomaniac because you have to be, because if you don't, then all of a sudden all that house of cards falls down, mm-hmm. right? And now, I'm, now I, my justification isn't going to work anymore, and I'm left with nothing. Here I am, uh, you know, bare and, and no defense, and, and uh, the, the 
no defense is, is where you have to start from. That's where I had to start from. Because mm. when I went into turnabout, okay, I had an ego, a false ego that I propped up all the time. You know, I was a musician. Oh, I, you know, I've, you guys don't know what I've been. I've traveled a lot, you know, this and that, whatever. I was always a step ahead of, of what I thought I had to do to be cool or to be different or to be prop up that ego mm-hmm. but they they didn't give a shit about that you know these people these people are most of them coming out of jail and they were like saw right through me screaming and yelling at me and shit right and i was like whoa so <laughs> so these were the yeah maybe they're right these were the t-a-w-m days remember yeah, that? yeah that's right exactly <laughs> he even spelt his name different i may spell my name different i had it was terminally unique you know yes. i had to be different Yes. <laughs> right? Tom, T A W M. I thought it was an acronym for something. I'm like, T A W M. No. no that, that actually, it came out of the acid days, you know? Yeah. But <laughs> like, like the doodling will solve the world's problems. Yes. It's, but it's, it's insane. Um, you know, so you, you had mentioned quotes. Oh, yeah. I got a quote. And, oh, no. She's not done, though. Okay. So we'll, we'll oh. get to those. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I don't know because we'll come back out of that rabbit hole and go down this one. <laughs> Can we stay in this one for a minute? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. And then he says to him, "Then leave if you no longer need me. Need me for your existence. Pack up and leave, and take your cronies with you." Being all those character defects, this amused the big Tony. Oh, I cannot do that, Mister Spencer. This is my territory. This is my life's work. You may have set the foundation, but it is we who have built upon it. Long ago, you gave us our right to be here. Sold to me your birthright in exchange for safety and certainty. Mm. It is Ah. you who now need us. Safety and certainty, contradicted Tony. Is that a sick joke? I've never known either one. Ah, Mr. Spencer, not the point prompted the other, his voice almost hypnotic and monotone. It was never whether you actually had any true safety or certainty. It was only a matter that you believed you did. You have a magnificent (laughs) power to create reality from suffering and dreams, hopes and despairs, to call from within the God that you are. We simply guided you whispering what you needed to hear so that you could realize your potential and create an imagination from which you could manage your world. You survived this cruel and heartless world because of me. So it just echoed what we were just speaking about, speaking about about the perception being like twisted and the walls that we build up. These, these protected us. from Mm -hmm. Right. So, so what we're talking about is ego, this ego, this, this, this conversation back and forth is with a gentleman and his ego that he allowed to create and take over, which we all do. Which we yeah, all we do, especially in sure. active addiction. Yeah. Big time. Like you know? so scared, but Big Tony is there. Is there. <laughs> you know He's what I mean? There to protect you. Yeah. you, know? what, do you what do you do? You know, if, you can't, if nothing else works, I'm going to get mad. Yeah. You but, don't want to uh, be around me when I'm this mad. I, I like how he, <laughs> how he said, what did he say, security and what? Security and safe, certainty. Yeah. Security and and I've, certainty. I've not known either. Not the point. You, you, <laughs> thought, you thought you had it. Oh, yeah. You know? That mm-hmm. is brilliant. That, that twisted That's, perception that, that we have. That is cool stuff. I love right. it. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, I know when I was in active addiction and a drug dealer, safety and certainty. Oh, my God. I had ultimate power, the God that you think you are. Because if you called me more than a couple of times. Shut you off. You're done. Are you rushing me? Don't, really? Yeah, don't put me in jeopardy yeah. by calling me more than once a day yeah, well, or twice a day. Yeah. I'm not going to mm. meet you two times a day. It might too look hot. suspicious. Too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though you're meeting 70 other people. I know. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it, it may look suspicious. <laughs> yep. And I thought I was so clever, like, you know, putting their my, my drug dealer's phone numbers in code. You know, this false sense of safety and security. Meanwhile, oh, the yeah. cops tapped my phone line. So yeah. So they're just <laughs> listening to who you're calling. <laughs> they're not, so, they're not going to go on your contact list. Uh, they already got it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was delusional. Right. <laughs> Thinking that I had this false, you know, sense of security and walls built up around me. Mm, People mm. didn't know. And I can do that with my, my relationships and my heart and my love. Because mm. if you hurt me, my ego says, you know, it's going to take back put up, the love. Take that back, the, back the love. Don't give it to them anymore, so that you don't get hurt. Let's build up a wall. Put the bricks in place. Yeah. Now you can't hurt me anymore. Oh boy, I remember I got hurt uh, one time when I was um, young, and a girl cheated on me. And uh, man, I used to, I used to think of that song. I'm a rock. I'm an island, and I would just. Just be like, nobody is getting in. That's it. And that, you yeah. know what I mean? This has never happened to me again. And boy, did I build that wall quick and hard, high. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing what we do, you know? It and, is. and like, it's so hard. Uh, a friend of mine says, you know, managing his character defects was like playing whack a mole. Oh, yeah. Like you, 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 as soon as you like get one, you know, somewhat wrangled, the other ones start popping up even worse. You Especially know? if they're coming from a place of fear. Which is, right. it manifests Every. in a million different ways. But we're not going to say it's fear. No. No. Because ego will not allow. Exactly. Allow that. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I think that uh, I think that that it's a it's a journey, and that's our our goal. It's one of our goals, you know, is to work on our character defects and try to become better. You know, hopefully, uh, at some point, we're 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 a little bit better. Right. And, and we're, like, right? I think people are under. I think some people may be under the impression that your character defects go away, like completely. No, no, you, 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 we need to be willing to, to, to give them up and, and, and ask a power greater than ourselves to, to remove them. Yeah. But we have to constantly work on them. They well, don't like disappear. Two things about that. Do we work on them? Can we work on right. them? The big book says we ask, we ask. Right. Yep. And when we ask, we pray so that kind of tells me that I am not capable of handling my character defects. Mm -hmm. Second part of that is, knowing myself, I've been a very poor judge of what's good and what's not so good. (laughs) (laughs) What I thought was fabulous led to be in jail. Right. So, like, my judgment is off. So, should I determine which of my character, which uh, um, characteristics that I have, which are good and which are not so good? I... My judgment is off in every other arena. Why should it be 
okay in this one. Right. So like in the other prayers, like the third step and the 11th, we give ourselves, all of ourselves to God. Like just take it all. Absolutely. Yep. Seventh step. How, however, I don't think that, uh, that that you just go through life and say, yep, oh, well, you know, and not try just to be the best you you can be. Definitely be the right? best you that right. you can be. And But let, we ask God to direct our thoughts and our actions in order right. to be the best Every day, yes, you know, yes, right. In prayer and uh, contemplation, meditation, yes. Every day, yeah. Even if you're in, if you don't believe in that higher power and it's a meditation thing, you visualize your your highest ideal as a person. So you're aspiring to your greatest good. Sure. I still think that we need something, or even a meditation. Maybe it's that inner soul voice or something. There's something higher. Right. There's that, a higher that, something. Yes. And and. Uh, it's funny. I was reading something the other day, and, and they say once you think that, like, this this power is outside of you, you're 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 already losing it. Yeah. You know, like the 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 God that we need to ask for help is within. Yes. Well, it's, and how it has always been within. Right. But Three, threefold. <laughs> yeah. In my in my it, it, belief, but, but for system. us to to. <laughs> You know, because shit, we always want to go outside to get in. You know, we 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 think everything's out here. Oh, that's a good. That's a good point. You know, yeah. we think everything's outside, yep. but what we need, we've always had. Right, it was given to us. It's our birthright. Yeah, and, and it talks about that. Yeah. Right, and deep so, down in every man, woman, and child, yeah. it's a fundamental idea of God. Right, you know. And so you have the review at night, right? Um, you view, review your day. You know, I don't remember the exact words because I don't read that every night anymore. I mm. just don't. Oh, yeah. I, Back in the I, I day, 86 should. to 88, yeah. when we every retire at night. night. <laughs> yeah, when we retire at night, every night. And it's nothing wrong with that. That's great. No, I probably the... should do it once in a while because it's mm-hmm. it was, it's a good thing. But but you know what? I, I review every night. Yeah. And, you know, I do it on my knees. And I and I um, it don't take very long to do it. Maybe I should do it longer, but... Maybe if you live in a good day, it doesn't take long. Mm, that's true. You know, <laughs> you know, you know? It, it's funny what, what, you know, helps me do it is Kinley. <laughs> Pray with her every night before oh, she goes yeah. to bed. Oh, I thought she pointed out your character defects. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, she does that, too. She does that, too. That's are, you, awesome. are you mad? Do you look, why do you look mad? <laughs> I'm, awesome. Yes, my, my facial expressions tell everything. Everything, which is fu- which is good, yeah. you know. Like I'm not. I, I I believe that like you're not a sociopath. Yeah, yeah. I can. <laughs> people can see. People can see what's wrong with me. You know what I mean. Which is which is fine with me because oh, I'm right. not gonna fucking tell you. <laughs> you know. Unless you have to I, ask me. You ask, yeah, yeah you have to ask me. And you've always you've always been honest. Yes, and and that's something that that I've you know, been been developing. Like, before, if there was something wrong, I would never even say that there was something wrong. Now, I I present it rather quickly, and then it doesn't, you know, own me anymore. Yeah. You know? It's, Be assertive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember those groups? Yeah, man. Like, I think in, in a job interview, trying to be assertive, or, uh, like, in, we that was one of problem. the groups at Turnabout. Oh. When there's a problem, say what you mean. Just don't be mean when don't you say mean it. Don't be mean saying it. There's no need to. There's no need to get mad in order to say something that you don't really want to say to someone. Mm. Oh, you I just practice say, that all the time at work. Excuse but, me, you got a second? 
I usually say like, "Hey, brother, you're." <laughs> I always start with that. Yeah. Uh, you want to like do this? That'd be all right, because you know you see what I'm saying here. That type of thing, not like, "What the hell are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you inconsiderate." Yeah. Ooh. Gotta work on that one a little bit. It's but but for 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 an addict like myself that like I let people shit on me for years. You know what I mean? As long as they had what I needed. That's right. um, You know, like I'd be like, oh, this motherfucker. Oh, what's up, dude? Five minutes? Cool. Hang up. Fuck. You said that fucking ten minutes ago. That was five minutes again. You know. But for for me to practice assertiveness and and like. To just even just stand up for myself. Well, when we start to value ourselves a bit more, I think mm-hmm. it's easier to, I, I don't even call it assertiveness, but to be honest with your feelings and and realize that you do have worth. And not coming from a place of ego, but, but even from a place of humility, but you still don't yep. let people take advantage. Right. Or not, That's you know, right. or not be nice to you. Because if you do that, you lose self-respect. Yes. You cannot respect yourself. And, and you th- might not f- admit it to yourself at, at first. Oh, I just let him do that because whatever, whatever. However, if you do it as a habit, you will become less respectful of yourself. You don't. True. You don't. Uh, and, and, and it doesn't, it's not going to make you happy. You can't no. be happy without fulfilling your own values, your own Respect for yourself, you know. Well, that, and if we do gain that self-respect, now we are ready to move forward a bit more because when we start to make amends and the like, it says we Mm. do not grovel. Right. You know, we stand with our head held high, Mm -hmm. and we are not a doormat. Right. So it's it's here in the space, you know, those that six and seven space about character defects that we will start to develop that self-esteem by acting better. By acting with more um, right intention and right. and the like, and to because I don't want to lose sight of what Chris had said about you know having my character defects removed. All of, I don't believe that any of them <laughs> really got removed. Maybe, no. so, but they did get realigned. Like when I asked God, or when I found certain behaviors didn't work for me anymore. They didn't make me happy. They didn't bring joy to myself or anyone then those are the ones that I would pray on. You know, please, you know, relieve me of this bondage of self that makes me angry or makes me act like a dick in traffic or it's making me treat my husband, you know, poorly. Mm. So that character defect, whether even recognizing in sobriety that my addiction had changed to people, you know, they made me feel better or they made me feel here if i was too high or too low emotionally come home with me and make me feel okay yeah, you know, yeah, i was using yeah, people yeah. as my drug of choice so when i recognized <laughs> that then i needed to you know say oh my goodness god you know help me with all this passion that i have <laughs> you know, <laughs> and set that to right purpose right you know so i can be passionate about recovery one of our very good friends stubborn as they come <laughs> oh, just, yeah, which one? Yeah. Um, and in her sobriety, you know, very, very stubborn. She wouldn't drink. She wouldn't use drugs, you know, just to, you know, just to prove us all wrong, you know, mm. that she wasn't going to drink. And and that stubbornness has actually kept her sober for right. a really long time. Right. You know, 15 years. Yeah. So, um, you know, sometimes our character, what we might think is a defect, is working 
for our advantage. But the ones that don't work for us, I think he'll just, you know, my higher power, at least, and I've seen in my, you know, witnessed in my life, is it's set to right purpose. If I get angry, let me get angry at the disease, not the person. So, mm. you know, it, it's my character. It's not going to go away. So, right, but it needs right. to change and get realigned to what is intended to be my best self. Yes. And sometimes I get in the way of that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. As soon as it, you know, we feel it starting to shift. Whoa, what's that? That's weird. <laughs> uh, do, do I want to be nice to this person? Why? <laughs> you yeah, know? exactly. What's so, in it for me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting anything. Hmm. <laughs> this feels foreign. So, again, we're talking about character defects. Um, this is a discussion uh, podcast this week. You wanted interactions. Anything yes. come up? Um, no. No, not really. People are just <laughs> watching, I guess. So people are saying, "What's up?" Yeah, <laughs> this is weird. This whole thing is weird, right? <laughs> yes, yes. This life, this life's a little weird. So yeah, we're talking about character defects. If you have any input um, or want to know anything or whatever, chime in. Chime in. So here's our our ego talking again, Anthony. If it weren't for me, the bigger Tony interjected and took a step toward the smaller one, you would be dead. I saved your miserable life. You wanted to snuff out your existence, and it was me that talked you into living. I own you. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So that, yeah. <laughs> How that's, many times did you just not want to wake up? You wanted the easy way out. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what the ego will tell you, that without it, you can't survive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Without For me, sure. you are nothing. For sure. For me. So um, Tony felt his foot giving um, footing giving in, and as he teetered on the edge of an invisible cliff, he turned toward Grandmother, who's the um, Holy Spirit kind of character, and there remained only an outline of her presence because his um, faith and trust had started to fade. Yeah. So Grandma started to fade because the ego was having the influence, the stronger influence. And when uh. our ego starts to sound louder than our spirit being, it the spirit being fades out. It eases God yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ego, right? Say it again. Easing God out. Yes. Ego. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Your ego is not your amigo. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's a cute one. I know. So later, um, he has this fight. Um, he's been, again, in this in this world, He's been in the person of this lovely, you know, wonderful woman who is a nurse. So she's a very compassionate lady. She's a church-going lady. Um, and she, her roommate is a, a lovely woman who has two children. One of them has Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. And he's been inside the Down syndrome's child's mind. Okay. And um, the, ins- the insight and the, the hidden gifts that the Down syndrome child had were incredibly touching and and very beautiful mm-hmm. and um and then the daughter is dying of some disease um some kind of cancerous disease and she's just a young teenage girl and she's in the hospital as well where he is but just in a different wing so this is the 
roommate's daughter? Yes. So he gets to be like a part of all this and witness all this and feel all these feelings. And he can communicate too. He Like literally the Whoopi Goldberg and ghost thing. Yeah. He's talking to this woman and she's like, whoa, you know. So it was really very, very cool. So he's growing. His heart is growing while he's in this realm. And then he might, you know, fall asleep and end up back in this in-between space. In the limbo spot. Yes. So um, as he starts to grow emotionally and spiritually, and he had that previous fight with um, Ego, the big Tony, uh, there was a really good section here where he had the fight. And now that he's stronger. Oh, okay. So he ends up back in the in-between world, and... He wakes up to see this young little girl, a little girl that's kind of beautiful. And he said, what's your name? And he was finally able to say in a whisper, and she beamed and said, Hope, my name is Hope. Any Mm. reservation he had broke and tears splashed onto the ground. Hope reached up and lifted his chin until he looked deep into her incredible eyes. Fight him, Mr. Tony, she whispered. You do not fight alone. So she was talking about ego. Mm. He says, fight who? And she said, your empty imaginations that raise themselves up against the knowing of the character of God. Fight them. He said, how? Mm. Get angry and tell the truth. I thought anger was wrong. Wrong? I get angry all the time at everything that's wrong. And he said, who are you? He finally asked. I am the one who relentlessly loves you, she said, beaming, and stepped back. Mr. Tony, when you find yourself in the darkness, don't light your own fires. Don't circle yourself with the blaze that you have set. Darkness cannot change the character of God. I thought Grandma left me right in the middle of the battle. And she said, never left. Your ma- imagination hid her from view. You were fighting your own fires. I don't know how to do that, confessed Tony. Trust, Mr. Tony, trust. Regardless of what you are reasoning or emotions or imaginations are telling you, trust. He said, but I'm not good at that. And she said, we know. Trust that you are not alone, <laughs> that you are not hopeless. And she smiled and kissed his cheek. So this little girl, Hope, is actually, turns out to be God. That's the God oh, wow. figure in this. Yeah. So it's with hope and trust in this God that we can fight our ego. Because right. later he does stand up to ego and he yells at ego and says, you're a liar. I don't need you. I take away all the rights I have given you. I right. want my life back. I want mm. my own choices back. And um, and then the world, that in-between world, starts to bloom. The walls come crumbling down. A big river kind of washes through them, almost drowns them, but... He's in a coma in the between world, so it doesn't matter. So he lives through all that. But, um, you know, it changes the landscape of his heart. So it's, it's wow. And that's cool. just a couple of pages. This yeah, is so this is, this is the book Crossroads from, <laughs> Crossroads, who is it? William Paul Young, William the same Paul author Young. of The Shack. Yes. Willie. Hey, you want to come on the show, Willie? Yeah, yeah seriously. That's a very good stuff. Incredible. Yeah, that, that book you is... Know, it, and it's and it's funny because you said a quote earlier. I had no idea what you were coming in with or whatever, but one of my favorite is something I say all the time, and it was, and I I didn't see it until a, a kid that I know had passed away, and I had heard that he passed away on on my way up to Maine, and I went on his Facebook page and 
favorite quote was, those who make themselves great shall be humbled, mm. and those who remain humble mm. shall be made great. And like that's oh, yeah. everything that we're talking about that right there. Like well. that's that's just like one of my favorite quotes that I've ever heard. Um, because I've I've seen it, I've watched it. You know, it's and it's ego. If you if you think you're better than someone's going to show you you're not. Mm-hmm. You know and what was interesting in that last part of it was uh, that he thought anger. Anger's bad. Well, it kind of brings me to the, to like. Well, what are we what are we talking about exactly when we're talking about character defects? So, if there's a defect, you must have some sort of ideal, right? You got to have some sort of ideal in your head that's without defect. In order for there to be defects, you got to have. You know what I mean? The opposite of the it. The opposite. Right. You know. Mm. So we got. We must be working towards something, right? Some sort of um, character. That, but I think it's individual. I think it's, and I think it's something. It's so important to to value your own character, it's like, and to have a sense of honor. You, you know, you live as a person of dignity and honor today, as opposed to before, where you were just, you know, trying to use any any uh, scam or game that you could to survive. Right. Right. And that's what builds builds up your ego to, you know, cuz you you're afraid of what people think of you, so you got to become mm. something they think is acceptable. But if you if you're working towards insobriety and you're working towards um, a character that you think is acceptable, that you think without anybody else's opinions coming at you think is acceptable. I think that that's that's the case. Does that fit into? Can you be have integrity and 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 be consistent with what you think is your character that doesn't have the defects? I mean, you, of course, anger is is just, that's an emotion, right? Well, I think once you reach that place where you are that tr- true highest self mm. or the best self that you can be, right? Anger is going to have some kind of moral code. Or direction, so things are going to make you anger that are angry that are you know social injustices, right? Right. Sure. You're, you're, or you're, against you're, a moral code. Yes, things are going to shift. Right. Rather right. than having anger at other people and places and things that aren't suiting your needs and right. feeding your ego and and that kind of thing. So the anger, what makes you anger, is anger is going to change mm. for sure and how you express that anger is probably going to change right how you use the anger maybe like i know i would use an anger use anger to repel problems you know what i mean i and 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 to one of the problems oftentimes would be that i wasn't getting what i wanted or i was afraid i was going wasn't going to get what i wanted i was afraid that you were you had some sort of problem and i couldn't deal with it so I was going to get angry about it to repel people, but but yeah, anger can be power, right? Uh, this is a quote from uh, Joe Strummer of the Clash. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anger can be power if you you know if you direct it in the right direction. That's I don't think it's necessarily a character defect. No. It's a it's an emotion that can be used you know in a bad way. Right. Yes. If 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 pushed in the right direction or or directed the right way it can definitely be a great motivator right you know but it's not a way of life no no you live (laughs) you live angry no 
Uh-uh. Yeah. I think I get angry when I'm sad. Like, those seem to go together. Yes. Like, if I'm super sad about something, like, it just breaks my heart, then I get I can be very angry about that. You know, at the same time, there's, like, anger and sadness. So Do you think, it, do you think the sadness pushes over towards hopelessness and then you get angry? No, because no. I'm, uh, I'm just really sad that they're hurt or, uh, like, their brokenness is making them act in a certain way that doesn't bring mm. them joy or me joy or anybody joy. Yeah, right. You know, mm. and, and the same about myself. I think, you know, if I am acting in a way that's not bringing myself joy or others joy, I'll get angry at myself for being stupid or making that mistake again or, you know what I mean, right, acting right. in a way that is not the best. Yeah, I, I get angry good. at myself too when I'm, when I'm acting um, just like, uh, you know, Unthoughtfully, just uh, out of out of self interest, yeah. You know? and Not you, mindful of others, right? And then you just you find yourself all of a sudden you did it, and then you look back and you're like, "Damn it! Did it again? Mm. <laughs> I can't get I can't get that out of my life." But that's the thing. It's it's another uh, character defect is not forgive not being able to forgive yourself. Mm. Mm. But that's ego saying that you're more powerful than the universe being able to forgive you. You know what I mean? That's right. If you don't forgive yourself, then that's your egos. You yeah. know? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know, but I could take that anger and on the other side of the coin misuse it constantly. Yeah. Like, I get angry at stupid people. Like, who am I to judge their intelligence level just because what they're doing is affecting or causing me more work? Right. That's right. <laughs> Because it, it's not it's going the way you me. want it to go. Right. Exactly. Ego again. Right. Actors yeah. would only. Yeah. And, and Tom, you were talking about, you know, the, <laughs> our our character. Like, the the way we are out there when we're ripping and running, like, we have to have a certain type of character for for protection. Yes. Play a character. Yes. You yeah. Know? We, yeah, exactly. Play right. a character. And that's yeah. what he said. I kept you safe. Right. I kept you secure. Right, right. Yeah, because we put ourselves in. But I never way. knew either. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Because we were we were still scared. Yes. But that's not what we showed. Right. You know. And so the we denial, didn't feel the safe. Denial, and the lies that we tell ourselves mm. that keep us in that place. So many lies. So many lies. It's crazy. But yeah, that's. I mean, you only read a couple things. I, you know what? What book got me like that was um. Conversations with God. Oh, you, now that's one I've heard of. I never have you, read it. Have no, you, and I oh. heard that um, Breakfast was with Buddha. It's supposed to be really? Simon too. But Conversations with God, I have it on uh, audiobooks and Ed Asner. Oh, and good old I forget Ed the Asner. woman's name. <laughs> Showing our age. I, I forget the woman's name. Who's um, Eddie Asner? Eddie Asner. He, he was doing. <laughs> he, I forget I what show he was on. Yeah. What was the show? Um, Oh, I can't even think. But if you're out there and you know what show Ed, Ed Asner was on, let me know. But so <laughs> so conversations with God is um, a guy who's angry with God, and he writes a letter, an angry letter to God. Hmm. And oh. as he finishes this letter, God starts responding, and he starts writing it down. And God comes through as Ed Asner and as the woman. And the author of the book is in there too. And any question that he ever had is being answered. Nice. Cool. I, I listened to this book because it can be difficult for me to read because I end up reading the same thing over and over again. So I pop it on, listen to it. 
it was I some of the stuff was so mind blowing. I backed up and listened yes. to it again. Like that's how I read a like paragraph the, again. The, yeah. The um, <laughs> I am I, like the whole concept. What? Like if you I get a chance, I? yes. If you get a chance to to read it or listen to it, it's I am. it it was it was amazing. And I still I have am. two other books because, you know, I'm kind of budget savvy and i was like yeah i get a free book okay <laughs> so i picked the one that had three books <laughs> there you go <laughs> you know so um is that the, you mean three the, conversations with god like yes three books yes wowee that's a long conversation yes but <laughs> I, it, it was recommended to me by my by my therapist and oh. uh i was like yeah let me check it out it was it was great it was nice. really good Love really when good. that happens. But I, yeah, so I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, I'll um, read it to you if you need me to. Yeah. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, hey T, a couple chapters. Go ahead. So uh, I I uh, pulled this silly quote off of the internet. Let's see if anybody the interwebs inspires us at all. Just on the way over here, and then I have another one slipping my mind right now. It's on my phone somewhere, but maybe we'll just read this one. Um. Let's see. By practicing the virtues, we cultivate the soil from which healthy emotions sprout. By letting go of our character defects, we drain the swamp in which diseased emotions breed. Mm. That's Perfect. pretty good. Like stagnant yeah. water. Yeah. And that's what happens in this book. Things start to grow and flowers start to pop up. Oh, and the landscape yes. of the world the between. The landscape changes. Yes. Yeah. And then the character defects, the little minions, they're like, oh, that's ugly. Those are weeds. And it's a rose. Oh, and, yeah. you know, t- like Tony, little Tony's like, no, 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 that's a beautiful thing. That's a flower, you mm. know, that's supposed to be there. Because our character <laughs> defects don't even want things to grow. Right. No, because that that might change something. It will change things. You it know? makes them less important. Yes, healthy emotions sprout, right? Yes, as opposed to disease emotions breeding. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, like mosquitoes. Well, I think I think Stagnant a lot water. of people, and and I, it can happen. Not a lot of people. It can happen when people have a lot of negativity in their minds. They manifest it physically. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? you you, are, sure. you you manifest what you what you feel. Like if yeah. if you're always thinking negative, negativity is going to be attracted to you. Yes, or even worry. If you're worried, yeah. I was just reading something, probably on the internet, because um, I was looking up about Lyme disease. Somehow stumbled upon something where um, the the doctor was saying, "I've known plenty of people that have obsessed about a, of the fear of a particular disease, and sure enough, don't they get it?" And it's not a hereditary symptoms. thing. Mm. It's you know something bizarre. Yeah. Um. And it's and it happens. Oh yeah. The mind yeah, well, is hugely powerful for yes. medical things. Yes. It, it's it's what totally you, obvious. Yeah. What well, you, you put out. Geo, geo on, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Really obvious. What you put out into the universe comes back. You know. So if you're always like, ah, oh, this sucks. This sucks. Shit's sucks. gonna suck. Sure enough, it sucks. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it's it's you know. Uh, it it's, can be a difficult practice to try and think positive all the time. But it can be changing one word. It's like if you have a history of relapsing, please don't call yourself a chronic relapser. Right, right. Because if you say I'm That's a chronic a relapser, yeah. you are giving yourself permission to relapse again. Yes. Yeah. Who, I heard that on 
someone someone Me? was talking I always about, say it. yeah yeah no but <laughs> I, I, I always say it i think it was either um either aubrey marcus or russell brand like they were talking about that as well um just one word can change yeah things. just changing it might have even been tony robbins well it's, it's you change one word on 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 what you say about yourself yes yeah and it, and your, it changes your self-identity is a huge effector of your behaviors you know what I mean? If you think of yourself, like you say, as a chronic relapser, if you think of yourself as someone who's likely to steal your wallet and help you look for it, if you think of yourself as someone who absolutely loves everyone, that's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. You're going to manifest love. You're going to be that. Yes. If you think of yourself as someone who drives like a friggin' maniac, that's what you're going to be. You know, whatever it is, however you identify your subconscious mind according to what i've read uh your subconscious mind will bring that out Mm -hmm. because it wants to be congruent it wants to be you know follow suit with whatever your identity is so that there's no conflict so there's no conflict that's Mm -hmm. right it doesn't want a conflict so whatever Yeah. yeah whatever you put after i am is like putting the the god stamp on it so even if it's not good like i am greedy i am jealous like you're that's what you will be that's what right. you will be like or you you don't even I have am. to say it out loud or in your head you just have to th- picture that you're think that. that's the way you 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 imagine yourself to be you know in the back of your mind you know that uh i'm you know certain situation comes up and oh i'm likely to uh you know, to do that. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to fuck this up. Yeah. Or I'm yes. going to fuck you, this up. You Here just you said it. Now yep. you're going to. Now you're going to do it. Well, when you were using, that's why frothy emotional appeal suddenly suffices, right? right? There you go. When you were using and someone said, I love you. I love you. Please stop. Right. You know, it wasn't so much that I can't stop. You weren't even thinking that way because you didn't know about your disease at that point. It was like, I'm not lovable. Your thoughts like, I'm not lovable. Yeah. You don't believe it. You don't yeah. believe you're yeah. lovable. Yeah. So that saying, saying that frothy emotion, I love you, holds no weight with us because our negative self-talk says, mm. I'm not worthy of your love. Yes. That's right. Or, no, you don't. You don't love yeah, me. You're lying. You, you just yeah. want me for something. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. What's yeah. your angle? Right. The and reason, that's what's going on in our heads. The reason I know so that, no that that identity thing is so true because when I was in turnabout with you, when I went to six months of in-house mm-hmm. intensive treatment mm-hmm. and i got out on my first overnight pass i was lent a car by my girlfriend at the time i had a car i was by myself and i started to get in my head and i said consciously to myself in my head i said yeah but this isn't me this isn't who i am i i can't i can't just not drink or not and then, and then, like, as soon as I said I'm, you know, as soon as I started to think that way, it was like, well, I can't just not drink or smoke pot or anything. Then it was like the other guy came right away. Like, mm. immediately it was like, well, I might as well use dope. Called up dope and got it. And uh, John Bonney, <laughs> was, uh, he was the director of Turnabout before we were there. Yeah. Uh, he was my godfather. You know, they called him and... Okay. Uh, yeah, he's he passed away. He um he came. I remember he came, and uh, they called him to come see me to tell whether I was using or not. He came, 
he looked, took one out and looked at me, give me a hug and, and just left didn't say a, a word. Mm. And, uh, that's when I called and I called turnabout and I was like, I used, <laughs> right. And they're like, you can't come back. I'm like, damn it. But anyway, the point of the story was, um, yeah, I, I told myself, this isn't me. This is not, you yeah, know, sober so, Tom. This, yeah, sober Tom is not me. I don't know who this is, mm. this other guy that they're trying to make. I'm going to go back to who I am because that's my comfort zone. Right. You know, that's the character of the ego that I had built. And it's the lie that you told yourself that you were willing to believe. That's right. It's so crazy. It's easier to do. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Well, there it is. 59 minutes. Yes. Of the first discussion podcast. Yes. On the Life on Life's Terms podcast. Uh, and fun. thank you so much. <laughs> yes, I, I loved it. It was it was good. It was really good. And uh, I love the book. And um, you know, uh, maybe some more audience participation next time. Would be good. Yes, yes, but, absolutely. Well, you know, whatever. But also, you know, I I could have like thrown it out there earlier today that hey, we're gonna have a discussion. So this is our first one. Right. We'll work on it next month. Yeah, we we'll try to do it once a month. Yes. What, next month we'll have more time to prepare. Thank you. You prepared so much. I know she's awesome. In like a couple of days. <laughs> oh my oh, I, god! I brought this to work today, and during my break, I'm like, okay, where was that page? And I put the little tabs on there. Right. <laughs> wow, thank you so, so much. That was, that was a 15 minute break. Ooh, yes, I just loved that book. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. so that cool. Book very sounds cool. very cool. Good. Sounds good. Yes, and I didn't give away the ending, so if you want to read it, it's mm. a good read. So yes, <laughs> our our discussion right. was on character character defects. defects. Next mainly month. this this one was mainly ego yeah um yeah. which which is huge <laughs> Real is, big is everything is, which is everything yeah everything you know? it's yeah. comprised of everything it's the big boss of all yes. the little minions yes <laughs> mr spencer all right everybody thanks a lot so yeah um lolterms.com please subscribe uh, like subscribe share we're also on youtube we do have an instagram we um, haven't put anything up there yet. But, yeah, if you want to put something up there, go ahead. Yeah. And if anyone <laughs> anyone wants to come on here, please message, message us. us. Um, you know, we've had a, a few amazing guests that have messaged us yeah. uh, that wanted to come on. So, please. Let us know. Um, hi, Stacia. Hi, Stacia. Um, yes, or if you know of someone that you think would be a good fit for us and maybe they're – they don't want to reach out or they are too shy. Throw them under the bus. Yeah, we'll message them. Under the bus. We'll message them. We'll get them on. We'll get them on here. Um, yes. So, lolterms.com, the Life on Life's Terms podcast. Like, subscribe, share. Share. And, and peace. Great one. Thank you. Peace. I live in this world full of